Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello all. Today our chat will be about the role ego plays in your success. Before we start the show, I kindly ask you to subscribe to the podcast on the platform you're listening to. So every time we have a new episode, you will be notified. Cheers. Now let's talk about ego. First, you need to understand that ego is not a dirty word. Ego plays a big part in our daily existence. Why? Because if you didn't have an ego, you wouldn't get out of bed in the morning. Ego is all about an aspect that will actually motivate you to go and do things. The distinction I would like to share with you is this. You can have healthy ego, and that's, of course, what we're going to be talking about this evening, or you can have toxic ego. Toxic ego is, of course, the opposite spectrum. But, you know, surprisingly, you'll discover that toxic ego also is highly compatible with high-level success for a small percentage of the population. So it's not that it's wrong but it might not actually fit to purpose for who you are. So we'll give you a bit of a distinction as we move on, and then you make a decision on what part of the spectrum you want to play on. The truth is that a healthy ego is part of us that breeds self-confidence. It manages our identity and motivates us to work hard and achieve our goals. So by you having a healthy ego, you get up in the morning to live your purpose to live your core values, and to virtually action your mission. So without some form of ego, you wouldn't be able to do any of that. And ego is not about you beating your chest and telling the world how great you are. Ego is about recognizing that you are valuable, that of course everything starts from self, and without understanding and appreciating self, uh, nothing ever happens. So we start off by appreciating who we are, having a healthy ego, so we can get into action for our purpose daily. You might ask me, John, what is the difference between a healthy and an unhealthy ego? Well, I've already explained to you the differences from the point of view what a healthy ego does for you. An unhealthy ego can be detrimental to your life for the majority of people. It can virtually turn people off from the perspective of relationships, um, uh, and that means also one-on-one partners, right down to groups, your employees, your team members, your colleagues, etc. It could also turn off basically people from wanting to associate with you. And you heard the saying, an egomaniac. But the interesting thing around this concept called unhealthy ego is this. There are many, many, many successful people in society with highly inflated unhealthy egos. And what you'll notice is 
what you'll notice is really clearly if you study them is a lot of them are very covert in how they mask their what we would call is unhealthy or narcissistic out of control ego so a lot of practice can actually create that for an individual and of course if they've had a lot of experience and many years of doing that they can become masters at it you know if you study a lot of politicians uh, moguls world leaders in all aspects from business to um to religion to non-for-profit you'll find a lot of unhealthy egos so the key here is it's you know what sort of a life do you want to lead do you want to lead a life with a healthy ego virtually that specifically keeps you balanced or do you want to use unhealthy ego pretending pretending that you are all together still being very successful in life but at times disconnected from self so this is up to you and this is something for us to all consider the opposite of being egocentric or self-centered is to be allocentric allocentric is to have one's interests and attention focused on others of course this sounds really noble but the reality is to put the needs of others above your own although at times might sound and feel really really positive long term it's not recommended as a first step and because of that because the reality is you got to look after yourself number 1 everything starts from self so if you want to be allocentric start looking after your yourself your your personal ego in a managed healthy way as number 1 so then it lends itself where then you have the capacity to also then um focus on other people and make a big difference in their lives so i'm a big believer if you want to make a difference in people's lives in your community to the world make sure you make a difference in your life first So now that you understand why ego is not a villain but actually a friend it's time to know how it can serve you well and also make a difference to aspects of your career business and of course personal life firstly your ego when it's done in a healthy way can support you in reading your potential i mentioned before from a career point of view yes a healthy ego in the workplace is what a a leader would have a healthy ego invites people to come on the team to be cooperative to work together a healthy ego in business also brings on the whole team and team players and collaborators on board investors uh, as opposed to you know an unhealthy ego that you have most likely people running the other way and of course from a personal point of view it creates healthy relationships healthy ego healthy relationships so because virtually it's all about relationships and of course the ego plays such a big part in in supporting and cultivating relationships when it's done with an effective win-win approach as opposed to unhealthy win-lose approach with a typical toxic ego would come from secondly your ego can boost your resilience what does that mean 
Well, when you get up in the morning with a healthy ego, and specifically at times you don't want to get up for whatever reason, what your ego does from a resilience point of view is keeps on pushing you, keeps on reminding you, hey, this is what you've got to do from a healthy perspective. Your ego will get you out of bed, will get you into action, and will get you to do things at times when you don't want to do them. So if you look at it from that perspective, ego, of course, in this case, is definitely uh, a positive word. And of course, from a resilience point of view, and especially in the world where mental health and other forms of um, pressures are on us, of course, your positive, healthy ego will make a big difference in getting you into action. And thirdly, your ego allows you to accept criticism. Yes, a healthy ego does not get caught up with people's opinions of what they actually think of them. Of course, we all have a sensitivity as human beings, but a healthy ego says, okay, that's your point of view. Okay, so maybe your point of view is not exactly right, but I'll accept it because that is your point of view. So a healthy ego allows you to weather the storm. A healthy ego gets you to stand up and fight what, what you believe in. And a healthy ego will get you into action to create exactly what you want. Before I finish, let me tell you about my ego and how it's helped me in my professional journey. Well, first of all, for all my clients out there, uh, and of course my friends and colleagues, you know that I'm not particularly out there from a bragging perspective of ego, ego, ego. At the same time, though, I promote and celebrate the concept that you've got to have a healthy ego to get your stories out. You've got to have a healthy ego from the point of view of sharing your wins and creating conversations. Because if you haven't got that, you know, or you've got a timid ego, that's not going to happen and it's going to come across, obviously, to your audience. If that does come across that way, your confidence drops, your uh, perception um, from the people you're communicating to drops, including, of course, the marketplace, and you don't get the results that you're looking for. So to share a story before I finish, I want to tell you a story that's actually helped me, as I mentioned earlier. A story basically around how I utilize a healthy ego to do a major presentation to thousands of people. Of course, and this was one of my first presentations. And one of my first presentations specifically was to thousands of people without having the experience. You know, I hadn't earned the right to get on that stage. But I, ha I did have a healthy ego. And from a, and from a perspective of at least, you know what, I, I can give it a shot uh, I'm not afraid of losing if it if it goes uh, the wrong way, but you know, but I can always try again uh, if it if it doesn't go my way. And more importantly, I'm going to be alive to try again. So that story particularly is what got me on the stage and potentially launched me without me knowing at the time on to the worldwide audience from an early age, and also brought in you know big financial returns from a time basically that I hadn't earned the right, remember, you know, I hadn't had the experience or the brand image in the marketplace to do that. But my healthy ego said, you know what, John, what have you got to lose? You're going to get on stage. There's going to be a minimum of 3,000 people there. The worst thing that could happen is they're going to laugh at you. 
They're going to think you're a fool, okay? But more importantly, they will give you the chance specifically to at least give you some feedback so I can improve next time. The worst case is, you know, they're all going to think I'm a joke. More importantly, though, for me, what it was is if I fail, I'll be still alive to try again. And, of course, that's a great demonstration for me, and I haven't forgotten that, of course, being, you know, over well over 35 years ago. That aspect of healthy ego is what kept me going back on stage after numerous failures, uh, and, of course, hopefully with enough practice, you start to get some successes. So that's my story, and I would certainly recommend it to anybody because, you know, your perception of yourself is the most important thing before anyone else's perception of you. Okay, folks, I believe we are near the end of the show. If you like the show, I kindly ask you to rate it on Apple Podcasts. For this, you just need to click on the link on the episode's description. Also, you can share this episode with friends, family, and colleagues. You can also share it on your social media. You can follow me on Twitter at John underline Michael or on LinkedIn as John Michael and on Facebook as Image Group International. If you have a specific question on how to use your ego in a healthy way, the best possible way, please email me and I will help you. The email is on the description of the episode. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that we have given you some practical insights. Remember to exercise your ego and keep it in a good balanced shape. Without self-respect and self-belief, it is hard to effectively help others, let alone yourself. Thank you for listening. Look forward to seeing you next week. Cheers. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.